Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. From the Ram Radio Mobile Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas, and wow, have we got a special guest for you today. I can't believe I'm connected with Sally Orange, who's uh, calling in from the UK uh, to talk about Mind Over Matter. Sally, it's so great to talk with you again. Yeah, lovely to speak to you too, too, George. (laughs) We had, what, like 10 minutes time on stage and at the banquet, and I just wanted to ask you more and more and more questions. And as I've come to find out what an incredible athlete you are and some of the amazing experiences and things that you've done, uh, I'm really glad we didn't chat after the banquet because I never would have gone to sleep. <laughs> I always struggle with the term athlete. <laughs> I'm not, not so sure athletes how you describe me, but uh, we, thank you anyway. You did send me the best motto ever uh, via email of, what was that about training? Uh, training's cheating. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's not my forte. Uh, training. <laughs> so let's get into how you put this team together, and it was billed as the an an adaptive team, but but it really wasn't. Tell tell us about that and what uh, that's considered in in the UK. How you were looking at this team? Yeah. So. Um, the, the term adaptive, um, you know, quite often looks at physical um, injuries and illnesses, um, and really we sort of termed it, um, which is a, a term that comes from the military, really, as wounded, injured, and sick. Um, so, so some of the ladies in the team had been wounded in in conflict. Um, some had been injured by either um, you know motorcycles or um, you know skiing accidents. Um, or skydiving accidents, um, and some were, you know, sick or, or ill, um, you know, whether, whether that be mental um, illness or, you know, spontaneous bleed on, on the spine. So, so yeah, that's where the, the term whiz, um, wounded, injured and sick, really sort of, really sort of comes from. And, and, and there's a really overarching term for, for psychological as well as physical injuries and illnesses. Um, so we did have two... Um, two cyclists who were on stage in, in wheelchairs um, and their injuries were more more obviously physical, uh, whereas the rest of the team, as I say, were uh, invisible injuries or, or illnesses in that they were able to, to use um, an upright cycle, apart from, apart from one of the cyclists who was actually an amputee as well, so um, obviously vis- visible with that. Um, and so, yeah, so quite a different makeup to a team, really. And I, I think of invisible injuries, and I, I certainly don't want to be disrespectful at all with this, but, I mean, personal experience here, too, is, gosh, what, why are you on a team like that? You look fine. 
Yeah, and I, th I think um, you know that that's the perception that um, you know, understandably, people people do do think that, um, and you know, as you've said, um, quite often it's very difficult then having people understand when you look physically physically fine um and you know i do know people who have um physical injuries who who say that they believe that they're in a better situation than those have um certainly from from conflict any um psychological problems because they do get the help they do get the support um it's never easy for for either or, um, and obviously some people have have both. Um, but but yeah, the the understanding I think is a bit more there um, for somebody with a physical injury. Um, being being a physio, you know, a physiotherapist, which in the UK uh, we call physiotherapists, you call physical therapists. Um, I've got a good understanding of this as well because that's been my my profession for sort of twenty twenty years. Um, but there's a lot of psychology behind the physical injuries um, as well. So so yeah, it comes from a, a very different background, really. How did you come up with the idea for putting this team together, and did you realize it was going to be? such a big undertaking, I mean, from the organizational and log the logistical side of this. No, I um, no, I don't think I realized at all quite um, what an impact it was going to have, or how big the you know the overall challenge w was going to be. It sort of came, you know, it was sort of born out of um, I'd done, you know, I'd done quite a lot of different physical challenges individually, um, and you know, sort of by myself, um, and I wanted other people to sort of um, be inspired that really, and sort of take on their own journey, embrace their own. Um, journey of sort of recovering from from ill health through physical challenge um you know i i'd learned that through determination and commitment um to certain goals that things are achievable um, and i wanted to help others with their their healing process as well um you know quite often i'd i'd felt quite isolated and um without a sense of belonging or community and so really you know a way of sort of combating that was to look at setting setting up a team um i'd done things previously with teams but i'd found myself to be the only female within that team um i'd seen that a couple of male teams had done the race across america um from from the uk that were wounded injured and sick um and thought yeah what why has there never been a been a female um female team i know it's you know it, it's the the toughest, toughest cycle race in, in the world, but that doesn't mean that that females can't do it. So I, you know, had a few more um, barriers before before actually setting up the team. I went to the, you know, the same um, organisations that had put the male teams together, and. I was told that there wasn't really an appetite for for a female team, um, and so that was that avenue sort of um, closed off. So I thought, right, well, that you know, there's more ways to spin skin a cat. Um, so looked looked at a different different route, and um, that's where I was put in contact with um, leadership challenges who have um, put teams through the Race Across America previously um, and, you know, sort of had a meeting with them and explained the concept of what I was wanting to do um, and, you know, 
luckily they they jumped at the chance um, of being being involved and that really really helped with the you know all the logistical um, because they'd had the experience and the the knowledge of doing it previously um, you know that side of things was was helped but first of all we had to actually find the funding um and it, it's it's not a cheap challenge unfortunately um you know it, we're looking at eight cyclists and a support crew of 11 um 11 people um so that's you know 19 people getting over to to the us um and then you know the vehicles that the food the and again because our, our bikes weren't just uprights we had a recumbent cycle and, a, and an upright um sorry a, a hand bike we we then had to have more vehicles than than a team would otherwise usually have um so which obviously was going to be be more extent um expense but again that commitment and determination sort of sort of came on board and we approached different organizations and charities and you know sort of sold the the story really of wanting to um you know what what we were wanting to achieve in that we we wanted to, you know i wanted to give the the team you know the individuals a, a sense of purpose you know a real sort of focus of i'd known what it'd been like when you've you know sort of been been left and you know sort of tossed aside and become quite isolated it becomes quite a you know a vicious circle if you're not careful so actually having someone believe in us and believe in the concept and the and the idea in itself is a you know a boost of, of self-esteem and then you've got your own sort of personal goals of um you know routine of the the training this is this is the first occasion where my motto of of training is cheating had to go out the window um <laughs> because i kind of thought if i'm if i'm leading a team i can't expect everybody else to train and and me not and you know, I had a responsibility to everybody else in the, the team. We, we all had a responsibility to, to each other, really. Um, and that was the great thing about working working with a team. Um, you know, everybody had their, their different strengths and weaknesses, and, and the different bikes had their strengths and weaknesses as well. So we were able to really sort of put them you know, to the test through through RAM. Um, so yeah, that's that's sort of how it, how it came about, really. It was through, um, you know, just trying to show people that you know as as a female and we found out when we got to to Oceanside in California that there'd only ever been two um eight person all female teams which in a 38 year history of a, of a race is why you know why why should that that be and there was there was another female team um that were that were out there as well, the Serpentine Golden Girls, and they were also breaking barriers in that they were um, all in in their seventies, um, and they you know a four person team, and showing that no matter what your age, you can still still achieve. Um, and yeah, so you know it was great to um, to be able to take on. I mean, it was scary, and yes, certainly a bigger project than I'd ever ever expected. Um, but I think that's when you get more satisfaction. The more you put into something, the more you get out of something. And and if it was going to be easy, then it wouldn't be a challenge in the in the first place. So um, go go big or go home, really. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm only just one more question because again I, I want to do this in many multi parts because we could be talking forever here, but. I'm just, were all of you, did all of you have a military background? Because I'm wondering, again, I, I would really like to get into the 
invisible injuries, the injuries that we don't see, um, and how sleep deprivation and the stress of being in enclosed places with people under such stressful situations, was that even an issue for you all at all during the event? Yeah, I mean, I think... um I think for anybody doing doing RAM, sleep deprivation is is certainly a part of it. But going back to the first part of your your question, um, half of us, so four of us were were military. Four of you. Um, okay. Yes, and and forward, and and again, that was to really show that the wider population that um, no matter what your background, whether that be you know military, civilian, age, you know physical. Um, psychological illnesses or injuries it, it was really trying to look at a group of people that were were so diverse really in their in their backgrounds um and you know bringing them bringing them all together because that way it it inspires so many many more people and and yes you know we might be females but actually if it inspires males to kind of go well you know if they can do it surely we can do it it can't be that difficult um you know it's it's a generation of of people as well um so but but yes the you know some of as i said before some of the injuries were were conflict related um and invisible as well so post-traumatic stress disorder um that comes you know can come from from conflict um you know anybody when they're when they're sleep deprived um you know tempers are you know slightly slightly different and um it you know it it did have effect but it was looking at managing all the differences as well you know we were all individuals but with extra challenges um and yeah you know it was it was as i say for for anybody i think would have would have been difficult um but we we tried to manage it in nine hour shifts so um there was was times where we recognized that we weren't quite going fast enough and so we we then brought it down to six hour shifts just to um try and increase our speed but then we went back to nine hour shifts once we'd you know sort of got into a bit more of a routine and and what was happening so um we, we were very lucky and again that was leadership challenges because of their previous experience and our oh. our crew chief she'd sort of worked as a, a support crew before so had much more of an understanding than we did of what the requirements were to be able to make the cutoffs and and those things so it was a fun you know fantastic when we made that first cutoff and i think that really increases your your self-confidence and you know what we we actually could well do you know could well do this um so I think, you know, for me, it, you know, right from the beginning, it was a pinch me moment. And I kept pinching myself that we'd actually got this team. Um, and when I say the team, I'd also wanted the support crew. Um, a lot of those had also got either psychological or, or physical injuries. We had an above knee amputee um, on, you know, on the support crew. Um, and you know, again, wanted to, to show that, you know, some of the some of the people, they had been in the military, they'd been medically discharged, they'd retrained um, with a different profession, and showing that actually those skills can still be used um, for, you know, sort of the skills that are used there can be put into different jobs um, and home and work life. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, it was a much wider... Um, you know, sort of aim with the with the project really of not just the cyclists but the the support crew as well because 
they really did have to work extra extra hard because of the the extra challenges that we we brought them um because of the differences of our our team um but that they the support team were were mixed um because again we needed to look at what you know the moving and handling of of some of the, the cyclists was slightly different so uh, that was all looked into and we were very very fortunate to have the the support of a um, professor in in sports psychology as well um because we recognized that um you know sleep deprivation may well you know have an impact on on us emotionally it was looking at how do we mitigate those those problems so i'd really sort of looked into um you know trying to trying to help as much as we as which as much as we could um but of course the support crew get um you know incredibly sleep deprived as well um so it all, it all adds to the to the challenge and the adventure really um <laughs> and that's that's how we saw it all well sally it was amazing uh watching you all across the finish line and seeing you at the banquet i can't congratulate you enough for just a phenomenal achievement and uh, I look forward to following up on this with part two in the very near future. Sally Orange, thanks so much for joining us from the UK on Ram Radio. Oh, thank you very much, George. Thank you. From the Ram Mobile Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.